0: What is up, beloveds, beloveds? Happy Sunday, it is your girl, Belle Fit. Yo, you might have missed me yesterday, but I need you to know, even if I don't post an episode necessarily on Saturday, I will always leave you with a prayer, okay? Saturday is actually turning into a very busy day for me. I have a business, you know, so with that said, I'm always coaching training, doing some type of lifestyle support for other people, all right? So keep tuning in. If you don't hear from me on Saturday, just know I will prepare a word for you on Sunday. I love you guys, okay? So today, I have been really meditating on money. (laughs) Reason being, inflation is at an all-time high. I am sure of it. You know, and what that does for the kingdom is it affects people differently. For some people, you know, the rich get richer, but for those that have lived in scarcity, it perpetuates that um, mindset of poverty, that poverty stricken mindset. And it's hard for us to break out of that. You know, if you've ever struggled, you can almost have PTSD over your finances, right? So I wanted to meditate on something that would allow us to move in a spiritual sense of prosperity, you know, because Jesus came to give us life and he came to give us life more abundantly. So we should not lack any good thing, nor should we have An expectation of calamity, right? You and I are kings and queens. We have an inheritance, he loves us. God is so merciful, always abounding. He is infinite in all things. A master cultivator, he lacks nothing. So as his children, we have to adopt that mindset to expect affluence. Wealth, influence, monetary gain, right? Um, So with that said, I'm going to go over a parable that Jesus spoke. I love the words in red. (laughs) OMG. Anytime I get to the words in red, it's like, okay, this is actual God in the flesh speaking. You know, I try to put myself among his disciples and you know, his followers that were just in awe of his wisdom. You know, I mean to be among God and hear his words. Oh, oh my goodness. It literally makes me wanna bump my head on the mother lifting moon, right? So I'm gonna be going over a parable kind of pertaining to money and um, how we invest as a people, right? So this is going to be the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verse 14. I might go to verse 30, but I don't know until I get started, okay? So with that said, let's bow our heads and get into a quick supplication. Heavenly Father, thank you for this Sunday. Thank you for bringing us together on this podcast to be students of your engrafted word. I ask that your Holy Spirit would flow through me to your people, a transference of divine energy and revelation. Grant us insight, insight that would help us to have a better mindset regarding finances, regarding how to sow and reap. Father, I ask that you would forgive us of our many sins and teach us to forgive those who've trespassed against us. We succumb every aspect of ourselves to you. We relinquish any emotional bondage that would prevent us from heeding this word from a disposition of focus and steadfast faith. I ask that you would reduce me right now and expand you within me. Have dominion over my tongue that I would profess and confess your truth, your statutes, your edification. We thank you for building us up as a people together, as a people committed to abounding in good works and good deeds. Help us to number our time, to number our days, to be resourceful, to heed the promptings of the Holy Ghost, and grant us patience that we would be able to experience your perfect will. We lean not on our own understanding, so we ask for the spirit of discernment right now. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, believers, let's get into it. So, once again, this is Matthew Chapter 25, verse 14 through possibly 30. But you'll no say until I get started, okay? (laughs) Here goes it. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two... He also gained another two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought the other five talents, saying, Lord, "'Thou deliverest unto me five talents. "'Behold, I have gained besides them five talents more. "'His Lord said unto him, "'Well done, thou good and faithful servant. "'Thou has been faithful over a few things. "'I will make thee ruler over many things. "'Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord.'" Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put money to the exchangers and then at my coming, I should have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which have 10 talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even that which he hath. And cast ye, the unprofitable servant, into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So if you kind of followed along on that, because there was, yeah, quite a few thousand half and <laughs> you know King James gets very Shakespearean but basically this bro right he's got a few servants and when he's talking about talents you know you can say shekels you can say gold coins you know you can say Benjamins whatever makes you feel happy whatever resonates with you okay basically the master had three servants and he gave each of them a portion of money, you know, something profitable, a talent, a shekel, you know, and two of them reinvested and they doubled their profit. But the one dude who had one talent, check this out, y'all, he was afraid to trade. He was afraid to do an exchange. He was afraid to invest. So he went and hid the coin in the earth. He buried it. And then when the master came back, you know, the master is literally getting dividends on his servants' investments. He said, Yo, what did you do with what I gave you? Uh you know, well, you know, what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened was I was kind of scared. And um, instead of actually investing it, I hid it in the earth. What? So the master was upset. He said, okay, well, take your little investment and give it to the bro that's got 10 shekels, that's got 10 talents, because you clearly are not investing what you have. Listen, there is a law about sowing and reaping. If you sow nothing, you will reap nothing. And that's why the kingdom of God, our people, suffer so much because they refuse to invest in themselves. They refuse to invest in those things that would actually warrant a manifold return. Perfect example. Before COVID, quite some time ago, I want to say maybe seven years ago, I got really into trading stocks and all that stuff. I had a mentor and he taught me stock options. And then um, I also did some online training for it with the Chicago Board of Options, you know, and... I got really, really intrigued by how money works and how you can literally just make money off of your money. Like, it, for me, it's just like, what? <laughs> it was such an eye opener. But these are things that rich people, wealthy people, have done for years. It's almost like, you know, they do it um, in a rhythm. They do it subconsciously. They do it automatically. It's like, okay, I get this much money. I'm gonna invest 20% in this basket of stocks, in this ETF, in this hedge fund, whatever the case may be. They take their money and they invest it into something that would give them a reward, right? So instead of buying Nike shoes, buy Nike stock then Nike is paying you every single quarter. You see what I'm saying? So the problem that a lot of us have in the kingdom is we want that instant gratification. When you get instant gratification, listen to me, you're not building anything. If you don't invest what God has given you, it doesn't even have to be money. It can be your actual talent. And I'm saying that because the King James version uses talent as a means of equity. So you can actually invest your talent into something. What are you good at? It doesn't even matter as long as you are making an investment. You see, when we close our hand, we are operating in a poverty mindset, in a state of fear. You get paid and you don't wanna let go of that money. You wanna put it in your savings. I don't even know what the interest is on savings now. I'm pretty sure it's probably nothing. point <laughs> zero 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 three percent something ridiculous, right? But the thing is, If you set aside your money, if you are holding on to your talent, whatever it is that you are clutching with your dear life, that thing you are suffocating to a point that it cannot, it cannot prosper. It cannot reap a manifold return. It cannot gain interest. Because you are grasping onto it so tightly. You have to understand there is a flow. Like God has laws, just like karma. What you put out will come back to you, right? So it's the same thing with money, with our skills, our talents, with anything that you cherish, If you just hold on to it so tight that you don't invest it into anything, it cannot bloom. It cannot gain interest. You will not be reaping a reward. And isn't that what we are here for? Even in the the word, you know, God talks about um, tithing. He said, give me 10%. That's all I want. Bring 10% into my house. Speaking on the church, give me 10% and I will give you a manifold return. This is God's honest truth. I would never lie to you guys. Okay. As soon as I started tithing, regularly, even when it hurt, man, because, man, I was broke. I was like, I can't afford no $20. Shoot, that's gas. I got a V8. (laughs) When I started tithing that 10%, because this is God's law, he started blessing me with more and more. And more. And I was just in awe of the whole thing. I was like, yo, this really works? Oh, okay. Well, you know, I've trusted you with everything else. So I guess I should be able to trust you with my income. Because after all, everything under the heavens is yours. So I'm not giving you anything that's not already in your possession. It doesn't matter whether it's in my pocket, in the bank. It's still his, right? So when we make an effort to be obedient to our master, he blesses us. So don't be in this mindset where you just want to accumulate and get and acquire. No, 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 give and sow into places that would actually please God. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we sow into bad soil. And when you sow into bad soil, you don't reap a return. You reap thorns. You reap weeds. (laughs) So whatever God has blessed you with, please trust him when he asks for your tithe. And even if you don't necessarily tithe in church, tithe in your community. We are the church. The church isn't a building. The church is us. The church is how we present ourselves to friends, neighbors, strangers. The church is our actions, our deeds. So when you see that homeless guy on the side of the road, I'm not telling you to go and take him to Benihana. Do that for me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's my favorite restaurant, FYI. I always go there every birthday. But anyway, what what I was saying, if you see that bro on the side of the road, buy him some food. That will reap you a reward. I'm not saying You do it because you want more food. But the truth is this. When we sow, God blesses us. When we sow into good soil and we have a heart that is empathetic to those in need and a heart that is astute to being a diligent servant, to being a person that wants to be a conduit of God's resources and we are honoring what he gives us by investing it he will bless us he will expand us he will literally Open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing so massive. You don't have room to receive it by your mother lifting self. (laughs) Yo, your grandkids aren't going to be able to spend all the money you get. As long as you stay in a posture of service, of investing, you got to be about your father's business. So I'm going to ask you this. What is in your pocket? What is in your heart? What is in your hand? Ask God for direction pertaining to how you can use those things to invest in the kingdom. Ask him to give you creative ideas. So, you can be a good sower and you can reap a great harvest. With that said, I love you guys so very much. Thanks for tuning in. Share the podcast with a friend. We are in, yo, we are in a few countries I can't even pronounce. Like, yo, what? Starts with the Z, A, what? What was going on here? <laughs> I love you guys so very much. We are growing and glowing. So have an amazing rest of your day. If it's Sunday, take time to pray, meditate, and ask God to help you. Give you discernment on where he wants you to invest so you can live your best. With that said, God bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Please make sure you check out my book, Beauty Building. It's now available on Amazon Kindle and paperback. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.